Hi, welcome to LSAT Boss. I'm your host, Shauna Ginsberg. This is a special episode of LSAT Boss. We're going to be talking about last-minute tips as you prepare for the October LSAT. Those of you that are testing with accommodations might actually not be testing until the first week in November, but we're still calling it the October LSAT. So for those of you who have gotten in touch with your supervisors already at your test centers, and for those of you who have not already, we're going to talk to you about really important points that you want to keep in mind as you prepare for test day. We're also going to talk about just regular last-minute test day tips for all students, whether you're testing with accommodations or not. So tip number one, if you have decided to not test with accommodations or you've decided to not test at all and you've already canceled with LSAC, be sure to go ahead and reach out to the supervisor who's been assigned to oversee your proctors. They don't always get that computerized information about your canceled test score, so they might be expecting to see you on test day even if you're not. So as a courtesy, if you don't plan on moving forward with testing, go ahead and let your supervisor know. If you're going to go ahead, make sure that you know where to park well in advance of the time that you need to arrive at the test center. If there's a garage where you can park or you're not sure if there's a garage where you can park, reach out to your testing supervisor and find out. Many of the garages and parking areas are going to be open well before uh, the test day begins. Uh, If the test day begins at 9 o'clock, you might be able to come as early as 8 o'clock, but the garage and parking might be open as early as 7.30. For those of you who are testing with accommodations during a day past the scheduled test day for regular or standard test takers, you're probably not going to see any standard test takers around. And so because of that, there are kind of additional flexible allowances that are being uh, provided to you. For example, check with your supervisor. You might be able to bring your phone in with you. They might be able to want to get in touch with you, especially if you're taking 100% extra time, just to let you know that you can go ahead and start early or you can come back from your break or if there's any last minute changes that your supervisor can let you know. Also, if there's no standard test takers, uh, you're going to have a heck of a easier time dealing with bathroom lines. But sometimes the best bathrooms are right near where you've parked and not near the test center. So take a look at all of those different situations that you might have between parking, using the restroom, and getting to the test center. Those are things that you don't always account for when you're thinking about the time that you need to arrive. What does your room look like? Do you know? Make sure you find out. So a lot of these uh, testing rooms, if you haven't been assigned a private room, you're going to be in there with someone else. And not only are you going to be in there with someone else, you're going to be in there with a proctor. If you have an issue with space, um, if you have anxiety about being too close to somebody, you would want to let your supervisor know so that you don't have a proctor who's kind of hovering over you or a student who's too close to you in your in your testing room. If you are testing with a paper-based test, you are going to have some added flexibility that computer-based testers don't have. Computer-based testers have to run out their clock all the way to the end. If you're testing with 50% extra time, you have to sit there through all 53 minutes before you can take your break. But if you have a paper-based test, you can, when you're done, if you finished a strong section, you can just go ahead and take your break early and then move along through your very long test day.
We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. We're back with our special episode on last minute test prep. We're going to move ahead and talk about really what all students need to do to prepare for these last minute test prep jitters that often hit the day before exam. Now, those of you that are testing with regular time have the privilege of being able to wake up at a pretty reasonable hour because you're not testing until 1230. But the prep that we're talking about now starts the day before. So the day before your exam, I recommend that you cut off studying no later than noon. The reason why is because you really need to de-stress before you ramp up for the next day. Before you kind of finish your de-stressing, or I should say before you start de-stressing, here's some things that you want to make sure you do. Be sure you print out your ticket to get in to the test center. You don't want any snafus with your printer. You don't want anything jammed in the printer at the last minute. It'll definitely push off your schedule the next day. You want to prep your snacks. And as far as snacks go, what we want to do is avoid high sugar snacks that are going to cause crashes in your energy level in the middle of the exam. Something that's high in protein and fat, like nuts or cheese, could be a great snack instead of a protein bar. Those of you that are big caffeine drinkers, we don't want to avoid caffeine the night before or the morning of. If that's part of your routine, we wouldn't want you to have headaches or withdrawal or any sort of issues that are going to happen because you suddenly, you know, remove that from your routine. So eat a good dinner, eat a good breakfast, wake up earlier than you think you need to. You want to account for these last minute things that you might forget about, like a traffic jam you didn't anticipate, uh, parking that's not close to the test center, uh, going to the bathroom before you get to the test center, um, and then making sure that you can move through the test center if there you know, is a, a line waiting to get in. You want to make sure that you're not jammed up in that line. Anything to avoid any added anxiety would be the way to go. Now, finally, we'll talk about last-minute warm-ups. Uh, a lot of people feel like they're psyching up for the big game, so they want to warm up um, and actually get their brain going, do some mental gymnastics before they start the test. There's all sorts of different stuff that you can read online. Different people do different things because people operate differently. If you're not a morning person, then it'd be great to trick your brain into feeling like it's not morning anymore. You could do that like in a really hard, hardcore way, like one of our former students and now LSAT tutors does. He would take three full-length timed sections before the test began. The reason why he did that is because he performed his best around section three or four, usually, in his opinion, so he wanted to hit the ground running. Other people, uh, I myself included, generally do more like a 10-minute drill to wake the brain up. So I'll do a game, I'll do a reading comp passage, uh, or I'll do five, six, or seven logical reasoning questions, maybe 10 something that I'm doing at the test pace. One of the things that I remember years ago when I took the LSAT was that I was so focused on everything being so neat and organized on my on my paper. I wanted to bubble everything in so well that the first section out the gate, I was a little bit too particular about the wrong things and my pace was a little bit slower because I hadn't already got my brain going in the morning at the pace that I wanted. You know, my focus being on everything looking right uh, in front of me wasn't the same thing as making sure that I was moving at the right pace on test day. So getting that pace 
you know, right out the gate is really, really critical so that you don't end up surprised at the end of the first section that your pace is not exactly where you expected. You don't want to carry on that, that disappointment as you move into section two of the exam. That's it for today's special episode. I wish you all the best if you're taking your October LSAT. If you need any additional support before you take your accommodated exam, there is a little bit of time left to meet with one of our LSAT tutors. All of our lecture notes and from our episodes are available at www.ginsburgadvancedtutoring.com. You can go ahead and download the notes from this episode and the prior episodes as soon as you listen. If you need any additional help beyond the October LSAT and you're looking to take either the November or the January LSAT, we strongly encourage you to really think about a careful study plan that allows you to implement all of the strategies that you're learning. If you're following along with this podcast or you're following us on Instagram or you're meeting one-on-one with us in individualized sessions, you really want to take the time to implement these strategies so that you can see the, the scores that you're looking for that are a reflection of the hard work that you've been putting in. So please stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be getting back into logical reasoning and delving into arguments by analogy, which are the second type of inductive arguments that you're going to be seeing on test day. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.